Should you be trying this strategy to game the LinkedIn algorithm? You're a voice actor. You're an entrepreneur. You're a VOpreneur. Welcome to the Everyday VOpreneur Podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. If you're looking for more advice on the business and marketing side of voiceover, look no further than VOpreneur.com. This site has been created to be your hub, to be your number one resource for the business and marketing side of this industry, including tons of free resources, this podcast, Free Advice Friday, and of course, premium content, including some of my masterclasses and private one-on-one coaching options. You can check it all out and sign up for any of it at veopreneur.com. That's veopreneur.com. The Veopreneur Podcast. Hey, it doesn't suck. Not as funny as Conan. Not as cute as Seth Meyers. Not as smart as Colbert. But he's one of us, and that counts for something. Here's Mark Scott, the original everyday VOpreneur. All summer long, I've been inviting voice actors onto the show to ask me their most pressing business and marketing questions. Each question and answer turns into another summer series episode of the podcast, and I always figure chances are if one voice actor is wondering something, others probably are too, so then this creates a a learning opportunity for everybody. This week, I'm welcoming back to the show Brandon Miller. It's great to have you back again. Hey, happy to be here, Mark. <laughs> Your original episode, I was trying to think, I, I want to say it was like maybe December of 2021 that we did your, your original episode where you talked about making the transition from part-time to full-time. Uh, still one of the most popular episodes on the podcast. So I will link that up in the show notes if anybody wants to be able to go back and listen to that one because uh, you, you gave a lot of great advice in that. I'm curious though, now that we're you know a year plus separated from that, things are still going well? Yeah, yeah, still full time, and uh, my business has grown since then. And uh, it's one of those things where, uh, when you're thrust into it, you find a way to make it work, and that's exactly yeah. what I've done. You force your hand, right on. All right, man. Well, tell me what is your pressing business and marketing question that you would like to have answered? Okay, so I know you've addressed this in the past, and uh, this question is about LinkedIn, and it's about connections and engagement. So you've said in the past that we should be focused on connecting and engaging with our buyers on LinkedIn. Right. And to be somewhat selective when connecting and engaging with other voice actors on LinkedIn. You know, they're not quite our target audience. Sure. And our feed would just be overwhelmed with, um, you know, voice actors and things like that. But because the VO community is so supportive and engaging, wouldn't it behoove us to connect and engage with other VO content creators that are creating engaging conversations that may or may not be directly related to voiceover because the algorithm spreads out that content to other networks and buyers are looking at that stuff too. So that's my question um, is, should we reevaluate that and start thinking, well, maybe we do need to be connecting and engaging with our community and not just buyers? Yeah. Okay. This is a really great question, and it's one that I've been thinking about a lot because I am always trying to better understand the LinkedIn algorithm and, 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 you know, always trying to make sure that I'm getting the most reach possible. And I also know that there are some changes that have happened with the LinkedIn algorithm that that come to bear in all of this as well. So one of the things that we know is when you post content on LinkedIn, and this goes for any of the social networks, but when you post content on LinkedIn, early comments will drive the algorithm. That is one thing that we have learned. So the idea of sharing content 
and maybe having a, a community of voice actors or some trusted people in your network. You know, you post something and you've got five or six people that come and leave a comment to start to spark it in the algorithm. And then, you know, when they post something, you're part of a group that goes and comments on their stuff to try to spark it in the algorithm, right? That's something that that we've been doing for a while. Uh, it's one of the ways that we've quote unquote gamed the system. And the challenge with that now, though, is LinkedIn has started to figure that out. And so they're starting to tweak the algorithm around that practice. So the question of if I'm connected with other voice actors and I share something on LinkedIn and those other voice actors start to engage with that content, will that boost the content so that even more people will be able to see it? If it is in fact true that comments drive the algorithm, that's, that's basically what you're wondering, correct? That's right. Yep. So there's a couple of things that are at play here. One, yes, comments drive the algorithm, but they need to be meaningful comments. So just, you know, a, a one word, you know, this is great or love it or awesome or whatever. Those types of comments, you can collect a whole bunch of those. Those are not necessarily going to drive the algorithm anymore. So they're looking for actual meaningful comments. So that's one of the things that comes into play. The other thing that used to be able to happen was if you posted something, let's say you're, you're targeting documentary filmmakers and you're trying to create content for documentary filmmakers, but you share the content, some other people in your network engage with the content to generate comments. And then as they're commenting, you would notice that a lot of your feed wasn't specifically people that you were following, but it was content from outside of your network. It was content from secondary, uh, second degree connections, uh, occasionally content from third degree connections, content based on hashtags that you're following, all of that sort of stuff. One of the things that LinkedIn has learned recently is that that's not specifically what people want. Imagine that we want content from the people that we're actually following. Imagine that we want content from the people that we're actually connected with. Who could have ever possibly figured that out? Because that is obviously not how any of the social media platforms work any longer. So what LinkedIn has decided that they're going to do, part of this new strategy, is they are going to focus the algorithm more towards people who are in your network. So who is in your network is going to matter more than ever. So if your idea is that you connect with some voice actors who would engage with your content, create those comments to try to spark the algorithm, the challenge that you have now is what you're teaching the algorithm is that you want to connect with more voice actors and that your content is interesting to voice actors because your content is getting engaged with by voice actors. And so it is going to drive that content more towards voice actors who are in your network. So once upon a time, up until very recently, actually, that strategy worked to a degree, but now that strategy, it sounds like that strategy is going to work less. And I can say that I've noticed this in my own content because in my position, I use LinkedIn as a voice actor who's trying to connect with voice buyers. And I've worked very strategically to grow a network of producers, filmmakers, e-learning developers, instructional designers, all of that sort of stuff. But I also obviously have a lot of voice actors who want to connect with me. I can post content and I can get tons of engagement 
from voice actors. But if you go into the analytics of those posts, it will show you who is seeing that post as far as like across what networks or across what industries. And whereas before, I could see that I maybe wasn't getting a whole lot of engagement from e-learning developers, but a lot of e-learning developers or people in that industry were seeing my content. Now I'm actually seeing that shift where it's less of them and more of the voice actors because it's all the voice actors who are consistently engaging with my content. And so now, because of changes that have been made to the algorithm, I think it might actually work against me. So that makes things a little bit more complicated. Well, that's exactly what I, what I thought you were going to lead to, um, because it sounds like we should, be, we should be thrusting ourselves more into some of that original advice that you gave several years ago. Um, and it holds true even more now than ever before. So really what LinkedIn is looking for now, a, a big part of what the algorithm is looking for, is they're looking for value, content that adds value to the audience you want to reach. So if your objective, for argument's sake, is that you're going to create content targeted towards documentary filmmakers, you need to create content that is A, targeted specifically towards documentary filmmakers, uh, B, adds value to those documentary filmmakers. It teaches them something. It adds knowledge. It, it, you know, it, it assists them in some way, right? Not just a look at my documentary reel. And the third thing is you've got to start to get buy-in from that audience by getting that audience to engage with you. I think that this is going to be a unique challenge for voice actors because we're in one industry, but we're trying to target a second industry. And so it, I think that that's where, you know, if you're, if you're a producer and you're connected with other producers and you're talking production all of the time, everything exists in that one little production bubble, right? But I'm a voice actor who wants to talk about e-learning and instructional design because that's who I want to reach. But my profile may not reflect that if it's all about voiceover. So I need to find ways to incorporate that so that it makes sense to the algorithm. Okay, this is a voice actor who does e-learning and that's why he's talking about e-learning and he's trying to engage with e-learning people. So let's give his content a shot with e-learning people, right? Now, ultimately, if it's only voice actors that engage with it, I think it's still going to fall flat. So what I don't want people to walk away with from this, though, is a discouragement that it's not worth it anymore. Because as long as you continue to grow your network strategically, as long as you continue to add in those, those buyers, there's still a probability that they're going to see your content because LinkedIn is focusing the algorithm more towards content from within your network. So being on the platform consistently, sharing good content consistently, generating engagement in some capacity consistently, I think that's still going to help. I think it's still going to get you in front of people. It's just trying to figure out the nuances of getting engagement and buy-in from the right people. So to the original question, is it worth it to have voice actors who will come and engage with my content to try to drive that up and spark it in the algorithm, I'm not sure with these new changes that that's necessarily going to work anymore because I think it's going to tell the algorithm, this is voiceover content for voice actors, so let's push this content to more voice actors, I think. Now, not an algorithm genius by any stretch of the imagination, 
I don't know if any of the, any of us have truly cracked the formula of some of these algorithms, but that was the takeaway that I got from some of the recent changes that LinkedIn announced. Well, it sounds like what you're saying is is create the content for the audience that you want to reach. Ideally, your buyers of whatever genre that you're yeah. you're you're looking for and and focus on on finding a way to um encourage them to engage with your content, right? Because then it'll push up to more of those types of people. Yeah, it I think really the idea of create the content for the buyers that you want to reach coupled with building a network of the buyers you want to reach. I think that's really where it's it is going to be at. And you know, that's still I don't think that means you can't connect with voice actors or you shouldn't connect with voice actors. You just have to understand that you know, if you're going to connect with some voice actors, make sure while you're accepting those connection requests, you're constantly sending out connection requests and engaging with content from people who would potentially be your buyers, whether those are producers or advertising agencies or instructional designers or documentary filmmakers or whatever the genre is that you're going after so that the algorithm doesn't start to see your profile only as a profile that's looking for more voiceover related content, because that's when I think the platform potentially starts to work against you. You're talking about balance. So making sure that we're doing a, a little bit here and a little bit there. So we're not one sided. Yeah, I, I really think that's that's a big part of it. And I think the other thing that we have to keep in mind, too, is, you know, with social media, everybody wants to go viral, right? We, we think that that's where the answer is. If we can get hundreds of thousands of views or millions of views on our stuff, right? This is how people are going to find us and, and how people are, to, are going to discover us. And, and I, I've never thought that that was the answer. I would rather have my content get in front of a thousand really strategically targeted people than in front of a million, you know, random people of who knows whatever background and interests and, and whatnot. And I think LinkedIn recognizes that as well, that, that it's not specifically about viral content. It's about, they're very much about engaging content. They're very much about value add content. And so if you can create content that adds value to the right audience, speaking about subjects that you have authority on in some capacity, I think that LinkedIn will recognize that, the algorithm will recognize that, and it will push it to the right people. So even if you see your reach start to drop off, and that's something that I've noticed, right? I've had posts that have gotten 40,000 views, 50,000 views in the past, and and now some of those same types of posts might only get 1,000 or 2,000 or 5,000 views or whatever. I'm okay with that as long as it's getting in front of the right people. And if what LinkedIn is saying is true, which I'm assuming they wouldn't lie to us, that they're going to push, they're going to focus more on content within your network then one of the ways that you make sure that your content is getting in front of the right people is by making sure that you are building your network with the right people. Well, that makes sense to me. And that certainly clears up my uh, my question. So there you go. I mean, I hope that that kind of spells it out. I don't know. It it really does feel like some of it goes back to what I've, what I've been talking about for a while and, and the algorithm, you know, constantly evolving. And so who knows, six months from now, we... We could be totally talking about a different strategy all over again, but I would say the best play is targeted value added content to the right people. 
and trying to get those people to engage. And look, one of the ways that you're going to get those people to engage is by making sure that you're engaging with those people as well. And so that's another reason why if I add a bunch of voice actors into my network, my feed starts to become all content from voice actors. And then I'm not seeing in my feed the content from the filmmakers or the advertising agencies or the instructional designers or whatever, you know, the people that I want to engage with. So that's another reason why I think you've got to be really careful about how you approach it as well. Yeah, that makes sense. Entering the uh, the comments with the goal of conversation. Absolutely. So I hope that helps. Yeah, it does. Thank you. All right, Brandon. Well, thanks so much for coming on the show and thanks for your question. Awesome. Thanks for having me. The Everyday Vopreneur Podcast. Available everywhere fine podcasts are given away for free. Mostly we think. You have a great website, right? Well, make sure you host it at some place that doesn't suck. Hey, it's Brad Newman, fellow VO pro for 28 years and owner of UpperLevelHosting.com. People ask why us, and that's simple. We make it easy, respect your time, save you money, and just make all the magic happen. You don't need to know all the tech stuff when it comes to hosting your website. We got you. Ask around tens of thousands of client interactions later and six years of amazing customer service and not a single negative complaint ever. UpperLevelHosting.com And scene. And that's a wrap. Thanks for hanging in. Thanks for hanging out. Want more Vopreneur goodness? Jump online at Vopreneur.com.